This is the Michigan Business Network, and you found the Leadership Lowdown. I'm Vic Versero, and today I'm excited to have with us a young lady by the name of Marcy Ewell. She is a personal trainer, a basketball coach, sales associate for Jostens, and all around a great person. So we're glad to have you here with us today. Marcy, welcome to our show. Thank you, Vic. Thanks for having me. Well, we're glad to have you. And of course, there's a lot of things that's on your plate right now, and I'd like to unpack them. You come highly recommended as somebody that can share kind of what a busy life looks like. And I'd like to hear a little bit about it. But before we go into that, tell us about some of the titles I just rattled off. What are some of the things that you currently are involved with? Currently, I do quite a bit of personal training. I'm at a couple different gyms, and I'm able to work with some clientele right in my own driveway, covid was challenging for many people to stay healthy and active and I have some people that just were committed to having a regular schedule and wanting to keep moving and stay fit. I have a couple ladies in their mid-70s haven't found the gym to be a comfortable place but will come in the middle of winter to my driveway and move around. Oh wow right to your driveway that's kind of interesting so have the neighbors uh, commented or said anything about what's going on out in your drive? We live in a neighborhood where there are quite a few neighbors that can watch what's happening and so far so good like we, <laughs> we haven't had anybody uh, call on us wondering what's happening i think that's so cool and, and so far no zoning issues right so far widespread this information yeah, yeah. I, I just love that well tell me uh, marcy tell me about the basketball coaching i played basketball in college and i was fortunate to get started in a program in caledonia michigan when i was finishing my fifth year of college and started coaching jv and then I was involved with education. I was a high school teacher, and after two years coaching JV, was able to take over a varsity program. And so I had been a varsity coach for about eight, nine years in the Grand Rapids area. We relocated to mid-Michigan, and I was able to get on staff in DeWitt with a man by the name of Bill McCullen, who is phenomenal. And I have since been his assistant now for the past 17 years. Oh, wow. So that you've got some experience on that. And of course, the college experience, were you a primetime player or was this kind of one of those things that was something fun that you did? How extensive was that college career? Well, everyone thinks they're a primetime player, don't they? Um, <laughs> <laughs> the good ones do, for sure. <laughs> so I grew up in um, the Upper Peninsula and I had an opportunity to play at Cornerstone University and it was a wonderful experience for me. I was maybe, I guess some people would call it a big fish in a small pond, but it was the perfect fit for me. I was able to use my skills in a small university and yeah. some really uh, strong success there. So it was fun. Well, that's interesting that you mentioned it, that right now I have a, a dear friend that his daughter is uh, doing really well. I won't talk about the names or colleges, but she has a chance to transfer out and to go to some Division One schools and yet she also has some, I guess, Division two or whatever lesser schools that she has an option to go to. And she's trying to figure out what should she do. And my coaching was, well, look at it. If you're not headed for professional sports, and he said, no, no, she's not. Well, then why wouldn't you take the big fish in a little pond opportunity, go get a world-class education, and own the court when your team takes the court? So I don't know if there's a right or wrong. Do you, in your mind, you kind of went the path with a smaller school. What do you think of those concepts? Because some people love the idea of playing for a big school, but they're going to be riding the pine, as they say. Yeah, I think you're giving solid advice. The opportunities for young women are out there and for young men. I get to work primarily with young women and the opportunity to be able to play for a school is phenomenal. And so 
you have to look at the school. You have to be the right fit for you academically and what you're looking for. But if you have an opportunity to be a part of that team and not just, as you say, ride the pine, I think that's important. I think sometimes you get caught up in what in saying that you're a Division One athlete or a Division Two athlete, and yeah. and it may not be the right fit. You know, with it comes different challenges, right? And oh, um, absolutely, type of business for you and. This, you know, I love the small school. I love the community. I mean, you go to some of these smaller schools and their crowd and the uh, whole town embraces them. And <laughs> it just gets to be just the most amazing feeling. Yeah, yeah, the whole town shows up for the game. I, You know, I love where your mind went there because honestly, it's about the experience, not the title. And isn't that the same in our lives? You know, so many of us get caught up on titles and what that title should say about us or we judge us or others that way. But oh, wow. When you talk about the experience and the fulfilling opportunity to go get a world-class career education and then go make some beautiful memories at a wonderful time in your life. I think that's so cool. I think what's really cool, Marcy, that you're taking time to be with us here on the Michigan Business Network. Thanks for tuning in to Leadership Lowdown. This is Vic Vershero. We'll be right back. rates for a home equity line of credit? Ask for LaughQ. Stop in today or go to LaughQ.com slash home equity. LaughQ, your credit union for life. Thanks for tuning in to the Michigan Business Network. You found the Leadership Lowdown, and I'm Vic Vershero. And I oftentimes have an opportunity to visit with wonderful guests and some people with really special stories. And I'm really excited today to have Marcy Ewell with us. She's a personal trainer, a basketball coach, and she's also a sales associate for Johnston's. So a lot going on in her world. And we just got done talking about her basketball experiences and some of the coaching that's been done. But Marcy, did I understand you've been in your current coaching role for, was it over 15 years? Yes, over 15 years that we've been in the mid-Michigan and I've been involved with coaching in this area. And then in Grand Rapids, I was there for about 10. That is so cool. And honestly, I got to ask the uncomfortable question. You've got to have some players that are now moms themselves and have probably come back and said hello to you or gotten in touch with you. Is that a little weird for you? You know, it's not weird. It's wonderful. Yeah. Just the joy to watch them, you know, transition in their next phase and what they're doing. And honestly, I think that's where I like the social media piece and Facebook. There's negative certainly to it, but wow, to be connected to your former players and watch the joy that they have 
as either moms or working into a career, or some of them are coaching and in the education world, it's just an absolute highlight. Yeah. You know, I think about that, Marcy, about the unbelievable growth that you can see in players. Even within a basketball season, you can see that growth. But then to be able to step back and watch them grow as young people, young adults, and they go on to take on the world, it's got to be pretty gratifying to see somebody that you thought wasn't sure how they were going to do, and all of a sudden look at them now, and they kind of blossomed into some pretty awesome people. That experience happens to you often, doesn't it? It really does. And you know, coaching, if you're effective and you do a good job, there are times you need to be tough, right? And you need to challenge kids. And sometimes kids don't like to be challenged, right? It's hard. And you're presenting an opportunity for what life is like when we get into that real world. And for them to come back in the tough times, you know, but then to come back and like, thank you or appreciate it or still want to make relationships and connections with it just makes your day. Yeah, that's really neat. And of course, some of the being tough, I have a number of friends that have had coaching experiences, and I can tell you that some of the biggest challenges they've told me about are some of the challenges of parents. So I don't want to make you uncomfortable in terms of talking about that, but is it often the challenges of the parents, not the kids? You know, for sure. There's going to be challenges in a lot of different ways. That's the easy answer for a lot of people to say, like, man, if I could just work with the kids and not you know, have to deal with the parents. It would be so much easier as a coach. But as a parent and having kids that are athletes or have gone through it, you also have a new appreciation when you do become a parent that parents love their children. They love their children and they truly want the best for them. And it may come across as being a challenging parent or being difficult, but I think the communication piece is important. I think, you know, letting the parents know you are holding their child accountable. You do want what's best for the team. And we live in a society where we are very focused on the individual and not the team. It is a different mindset and you're trying to create within a team. And I think kids buy in. I think the parents don't always, but I think the better you are as a coach, the better you communicate with parents. Well, the number of years you've been in coaching tells me an awful lot about your ability to navigate those difficult waters. And I think when we think about having to be tough on kids, tell me what that looks like in your mind. Is that having crucial conversations with them? Is it raising your voice to get their attention? What are some of the techniques that you found that when you had to get tough and to do the real work of a coach, what does that look like? How does that feel? I'm not a yeller. I'm not a screamer. Very rarely do we even use a whistle in practice. It's part of having high expectations. It's part of helping your student-athlete also have high expectations. And then what does high expectations look like in terms of the work to get to that point? And it's easy to set really high goals and then not put the work in to make that happen, right? Everybody wants to win. Everybody wants a state championship. Everybody wants to be successful, But it's the stuff that happens in the summer and in the weight room and in the times that aren't so glorified that is where, you know, the real work happens. And so in terms of being tough, I think it's just setting high standards and getting them to know they can meet those high standards. Sometimes it's just convincing them that they're capable of more than they think they are, but it also takes the work. Well, and you really make a great point. I've done sales management, which becomes sales coaching in many ways. And some of the challenges that I see in sales, as an example, is people sometimes don't have big enough dreams for the capabilities they have, and many times don't understand what they're capable of. And so your point about instilling that dream and trying to find all of those uh, rational movements, opportunities, so people look at that and say, wow, 
you can be more than what you've ever dreamed of and let's do it together. So, and I love what you said about game day because everybody wants to show up on game day with the roaring crowd and all of the bright lights and everything else. But it's those lonely times where you get up in the morning to go out and train or maybe it's the practice the shots or whatever it is to do the long haul. And that really is what makes for special opportunities and special moments. This is a special moment for us, Marcy, to have you here on the Leadership Lowdown. This is the Michigan Business Network. I'm Vic Versero. We'll be right back. Michigan Works Association believes the key to advancing prosperity across the state is accomplished through building a skilled workforce. As the state's primary workforce development association, their focus is to continue to move the needle on policy, education, and collaboration. They're creating an opportunity and building stronger communities by advocating and innovating together. This is the Leadership Lowdown. Thanks for tuning in to the Michigan Business Network. I'm Vic Vercero, and with us is Marcy Ewell. She's a personal trainer, basketball coach, sales associate for Jostens, and all-around good leader. And we're so glad that she's taken the time out to be with us in all the things she's got going on. So, Marcy, I have to ask you, you know, look, there's people that get involved in coaching maybe for the wrong reasons, because they feel they want that big payday at the end of a major coaching opportunity that could come their way. They also like the spotlight and all those different things. But look, what's going on in your life with this? I'm pretty sure you're not doing it just for the paycheck. And so with that in mind, tell me about some of the rewards you've found from being involved in coaching and why you've been at it for so long. Thank you, Vic. I do have just a real love and a passion for coaching, but more so just the young women that I get to be a part of and their lives. And when I was young and was able to get a good little start in the Grand Rapids area, I had different people that I looked up to or that poured into me as a young coach. And I watched a woman by the name of Patty Tabaldi, who was coach Aquinas College in Grand Rapids at the time. And she was sometimes living in the dorm as her husband was working at different places and coaching young women. And she'd come and just talk to me about ways that we can keep women coaching, keep them coaching young girls, keep them involved in the game because there's so many things that pull women away from it with their families and with having children. And it's a grind, right? It's hard. Yeah, it's yeah. Tough. And so I remember her just vividly, like how passionate she was about helping us keep young women in the game. And so I kind of feel like I have to stay in it, you know, like 
there's women that have paved a path ahead of me, and I get emotional thinking about it because they did. Yeah, they lit the path ahead of you, right? And, you know, I think that's what's so important to me is that what gets you out of bed? What makes you jump out of bed and enthusiastically take on the day? And so many people, you know, they drag their knuckles across the floor and they start their day and they don't have a why. And Marcy, what you're sharing with me is so exciting because I think you've got the clarity of your why and you've got all the payday, if you will, of the emotional success of having people that you've touched and the lives that, that have been changed because of what you've poured into them. That's something to really behold and frankly to lift. That's better than any trophy you could win, right? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I mean, at the end of the day, we certainly want to lift trophies, no question. I mean, that's why you're competitive and that's why you're in it. But when you see kids light up for accomplishing something they didn't think they could do, whether it's, you know, running a race or hitting a volleyball or making a big shot, you know, I mean, those are just like moments that you just hang on to and celebrate because you want kids to celebrate you want them to have a moment whatever that is whatever that looks like for them yeah because that carries on into their life and so i've been given the opportunity to see a lot of moments it can be addicting right to just keep working to give a kid another moment and what's it going to be for <laughs> It's important. Yeah, well, and you talk about moments, but those moments are interesting because if it isn't for those moments, you know, I don't have a great memory of my daily routine in high school, but I can remember some of the times on the football field and times in practice and different moments that I had. And I think that your thoughts in terms of creating these moments of opportunity. And again, we've all got to agree that the moments don't always come that we remember for our lifetime and teach us the greatest lessons, all from victories. Right, Marcy? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, sometimes your talks in the locker room afterwards and the cheers and the emotions from a hard-fought loss or maybe a team that was just better in that moment. You know, they just happened to be better that night. And how you react and how you respond and I always try to encourage our kids that are returning after an end of the year season loss, like this is a feeling we don't want to feel again. So what are we going to do <laughs> with this moment yeah. to make a difference for next year? Because if you just sit around and feel sorry for yourself, then we're going to have a similar feeling like this, right? So yeah. you use it as a way to kind of springboard into what are your workouts look like? You know, what are you going to do to make a difference? Are you going to pull some other kids with you to, go for a run or shoot some baskets or whatever your, you know, purpose would be. But the more you pull them together, the better. I mean, you always can celebrate, but then the moments of down or uh, sadness or disappointment, you know, what are we going to do with that? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, it's funny that you mentioned that. I think about my daughter. uh, We moved down into DeWitt uh, a number of years ago. My daughter at the time was in about uh, fifth grade and along about, I think it was seventh grade, she announced to me she wanted to try out for the basketball team. And what you need to know is that not once has she been dribbling a basketball or anything. I'm like, what? And of course, there's all these, uh, I think it's called AAU and all these other young girls that are age five dribbling basketballs and playing all kinds of uh, really talented sports. And that's what she's ran up against. I don't know if I ruined her dream or not. I didn't encourage her to try out for basketball. But sometimes there's that whole distance between talent, experience, and all those things that come together. And when there's a great coach in the middle of all that, there's some great things that can happen. And right now, I'm telling you, Marcy, great things are happening here on the Leadership Lowdown. We're so glad you tuned in to the Michigan Business Network. I'm Vic Versero. We'll be right back.
Looking for office furniture on a budget? Stop by the office outlet at 516 North Larch in downtown Lansing and save. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5. The office outlet has a huge selection of new and used office furniture from brand name manufacturers, all at discounted prices. Save 50 to 90% on used seating, desks, files, and more. The office outlet is your destination for office furniture on a budget. Visit us online at officeoutletyes.com. Thanks for tuning in to the Leadership Lowdown. Thanks for tuning in to the Michigan Business Network. I'm Vic Versero with Marcy Ewell. She is a personal trainer, basketball coach, sales associate for Johnson's, and all-around great leader. We took a moment of her time to get her in to talk to us about some of the great things that go on as she's impacting the lives of all kinds of young ladies that are looking for opportunities to play basketball. And she's done it for a number of years. And you know, in all of those years, Marcy, there has to be some leaders along the way that have done some great things. And they're just like you, humble coaches going, I just love what I'm doing. I'm just trying to lift people around me. Any coaches come to mind that we can highlight here on the show? Well, early on, Vic, I had the opportunity to travel out to the Women's Final Four. There was a high school coach. We lost in a quarterfinal game on the last second shot to Flint Powers. And it was a phenomenal game. We had a triple overtime in the regional final game. Just a heck of a season. And that coach at Flint Powers is legendary. And I'm kind of a coach's junkie. Like, I would watch coaches and I learned coaches on the men's and women's side. But she took me under her wing a little bit and said, Marcy, let's get out to the final four. Uh, I can introduce you to some coaches. So I'm out there. I'm meeting Pat Summit from Tennessee. I'm meeting Gail Gessencourt, who was at Duke at the time. Tara Vanderveer that was at Stanford. And so I, five, 26 years old, thinking that, like, this is the most amazing um, oh. opportunity. So I was so grateful for somebody doing that, you know, and taking me under her wing and letting me learn from some of the people that are just in another stratosphere in terms of coaching. And so when we moved to the Lansing area and I was able to get on staff with Bill McCullen, it was such a wonderful experience. He had given me such uh, freedom and opportunity to work with girls. I remember when we won a quarterfinal game a couple of years ago and he came over to me and he's like, there you go, Marcy, that's for you. Because I had not got past the quarterfinal, right? And oh. every coach wants to get to that semi and that final. And I, of course, wouldn't like verbalize that it would ever be for me, right? That I wanted to get to that point. But coaches know, right? Yeah. So, like, there you go. You know, we're going to get to that final four. And so just to be able to work with young women, but then also to work with coaches that share your same passion, right? And even coaches that you compete against that truly want what's best for kids and then want coaches to be successful. So it's a small circle. And I think your best coaches want to support and encourage your other coaches, right, to make a difference. Yeah, no doubt. Well, tell me, you kind of touched on something that I'm curious about. Somebody coached me a long time ago and said, get rid of the word I and me and start thinking about we and us and everything else. (laughs) And I've tried to do that in my vocabulary so much that sometimes in business, I'm talking about us and we, and people will stop me and go, who's we? Who else we got involved with this? I go, I guess there's nobody. It's just me. So (laughs) it's kind of funny because I, I try to get rid of those because we all seen the person that it's all about them. And they're some of the most talented people, potentially, and some of the worst teammates you can ever imagine. Would you agree? Absolutely. And honestly, we do see it in coaches, too, that 
they're out for their record or their agenda or they tend to hop around a little bit in the coaching circles because they don't tend to stay anywhere for a long period of time and you're truly great ones it's never about them and they don't talk like that right they're able to build in our culture especially it's so hard right now but they build the thought that it is always about something bigger than yourself and what an amazing lesson to learn right oh Um, yeah and it's hard to teach it. It really is hard to teach it. But collectively, when you have that, I mean, what a joy to be a part of a team that is with kids and coaches that truly live it and believe it. And it makes the year special. Well, I don't want to get corny, but I love your university. I'm familiar with it a bit. I love the, the concept of a servant heart. And I think if you don't have that clarity in your personal commitment to how you're living your life, it's awful hard to wash the me and I out of everything that you do, especially if you're competitive. And so that's got to be the kind of people that you run into is really competitive people. And then servant hearts oftentimes aren't the one that says, give me the ball, give me the ball, right? So you've got probably a fine line to maybe bridge those gaps. Would you agree? Oh, absolutely. And we happen to have a daughter who's a point guard right now too. And so, you know, you try to teach her early on to distribute and give the ball up. But, you know, we've had point guards in the past, some Division One point guards that have come through DeWitt where we had to tell them, okay, you're being selfish right now by not shooting the ball. Like, there, you, you actually maybe need to get the ball up this time. But um, <laughs> it's depending on what the team needs at any moment. But when you have kids that are so ingrained in the team and doing what's best for the team, you can accomplish just some really fantastic and have a lot of fun and success in the process. Well, and talk about building moments. When you start thinking that way, the moments you build, whether they're championship, hoisting championship trophies over your head, or whether they're moments when you really came together and did something remarkable as a team, uh, win, lose, or draw, it really is special. And Marcy, we're just so glad you're here helping us along the way. This is the Michigan Business Network. This is the Leadership Lowdown. We'll be right back. Now hiring? Capital Area Michigan Works can assist you with your hiring needs, all at no cost. From large-scale hiring assistance to locating the right candidate for a hard-to-fill position, Capital Area Michigan Works is your resource. We offer creative solutions from career fairs to on-the-job training grants and scholarship programs to make sure you have the best and brightest employees. Visit our website at www.camw.org to learn more about how we can assist your business with its hiring needs. You found the Leadership Lowdown, and we found Marcy Yule right here on the Michigan Business Network. She's a personal trainer and basketball coach and sales associate for Jostens. And, of course, you know, Marcy, as we talk about all of this, 
The one aspect that I don't know a lot about is personal trainers. I remember one time I was out um, at an event that was over at MSU and it was a buffet line. And my boss, who was there with me, had a personal trainer that was in attendance as well. And the personal trainer brought over an entire, not piece, but the entire cheesecake. And he sat it down in front of my boss and he says, hey, just so you know, this is job security. I want to make sure you keep coming back to me. <laughs> so <laughs> it's kind of like, wait a minute. Well, I need that personal trainer. He's my kind of guy. But anyways, the thing that's intriguing to me is that, you know, personal trainers seem to me and don't take this wrong, but it feels like that's something the Hollywood gang does or people that are really wealthy. I've got a personal trainer. You must see it different if you're doing personal training out in your driveway. Tell me about your thoughts on personal training and what it is and who you serve. Thanks, Vic. I was a high school health PE and biology teacher. And so I was always active and fit and had kids active and fit. And I kind of fell into it when I started having a family and I was teaching some group exercise classes. And it gave me some flexibility when I stopped being in the classroom to still help people to continue to be healthy and fit, but in a different realm. I joked with my PE kids at one time that not every high school kid loves PE, but I said, you know, someday you might be paying for someone to do the same things for you when you become an adult. But I really enjoy it. And I have a diverse group of clientele. I have everything from the high school and collegiate athlete to people coming off of knee surgery or hip surgery that need some help with rehab to get back into it. I have business professionals that need a scheduled time early in the morning, get a great workout in and then start their day. I have people that are retired that just need some help with movement. And I love the variety of each day from, oh, the, yeah. from the competitive athlete to somebody who just needs to work on range of motion with their hips and knees. And once again, it feels good helping people to move because we all know we feel really you know, good when we can move. Yeah. Well, and I think it goes back to, I'm just a big believer that one of the most powerful emotions we can have is the word hope. And when people have hope, I think then they can look ahead, they can dream and they can uh, envision a more positive future. So by taking people that are struggling in some of those areas and giving them hope and encouragement, oh my goodness, there's some great things that can happen from that in, in really powerful ways. So I don't want to ask specifically about pricing, but is it affordable in terms of everyday uh, people that can afford something like this? Absolutely, it's affordable. And it depends where you go and who you have, right, and their level of expertise. And I think it's really important that you do homework, who you do work with and who becomes your personal trainer because everything should be safe. You know, you should be yeah. able to work out in a safe place and the movements that you do should be safe. And I happen to have friends that work in the medical field that are physical therapists that have extensive degrees that I can tap into sometimes to pick their brain too and making sure that we're doing everything we can for the client at the time. I think collectively when you do work with a team and helping that particular client be the best that they can be. And so I think that's important too when you work with a personal trainer that they have a wealth of knowledge and expertise and that they're doing it in the safest way possible for you. I also think working with a small group is an option too because then you tend to have a little better price point and then you're able to be motivated and you can work with some friends. I love that. Is that something you'd entertain if you had two or three people that said, hey, we'd like to talk to you about being our personal trainer as a group? Yeah, I have some women that do that and they really enjoy it because they enjoy their time together. They plan for it and they hold each other accountable in without having to say, you know, we're holding each other accountable to know that, you know, Sally and Julie are showing up, then they're going to make sure that they arrive. 
Yeah, that's kind of beautiful. I remember years ago, I had a partner that we used to meet for racquetball at 5.30 in the morning, and I didn't want to lose my partner. So I had the discipline of always getting out of bed and never standing him up. Those are some of the things I get really excited about is that accountability. It's kind of an unwritten word, and it isn't like, you know, you got tattletales on your hands. You got people that are really encouraging you and making you better because of it. So in something like this, do you find that people come to you in all different varieties of levels? Because I think you said we've got people that are having trouble with motion and others that are truly solid athletes that are just trying to take it to the next step. I do. And I get a lot of like just personal requests, I guess. They've had a good experience and I think it's important that they obviously trust their trainer. And so the recommendations that come from somebody that they know that they usually call and say, hey, can I pass your name along to so-and-so? Those are the best. Yeah, you bet. We've already built a relationship. In sales, we call it referrals and they're always the best. So Marcy, (laughs) really appreciate your time today. Appreciate the stories that we're hearing all about the wonderful world of Marcy Ewell right here on the Michigan Business Network. This is Leadership Lowdown. We'll be right back. hibernation is over the fairways have been cut the greens have been rolled are you ready for some golf we sure are with 81 holes of spectacular championship golf just waiting for you at treetops book now and for a limited time enjoy an overnight stay and unlimited golf starting at just 129 per person then top off your day with a relaxing massage in our spa followed by a succulent steak and choice of over 80 craft beers in our sports bar call 888 treetops visit treetops.com treetops michigan's most spectacular resort This is the Leadership Lowdown right here on the Michigan Business Network. I'm Vic Versero. Can't thank you enough for tuning in to Marcy Ewell, who's telling us all about some of the great experiences she's had as a personal trainer, basketball coach, and also we're going to hear a little bit more about sales associate for Jostens. So I think of Jostens, Marcy, a few years ago as the class ring people. Am I on the right track? You're absolutely on the right track. A lot of people have good memories with that. We do gowns and class rings, class jewelry as our primary business. Well, and of course, I must admit, my class ring was well-traveled. It was on the finger of a few uh, young ladies uh, that actually put yarn inside of it. And you're probably too young to remember that, but they would wrap yarn around the ring so it would fit on their finger and they would wear your class ring. So that was kind of my old, old fogey days. So tell me, uh, today, class rings, are they affordable? Are they something that a lot of kids are still using? And what are the thoughts on the jewelry? They have come back in popularity, and we are not sure exactly the reason why we are somewhat attributing it to COVID and the lack of some of the school traditions. And so our classroom sales have increased by great numbers, but as have, we started a partnership with Neff, the varsity coat, the varsity jacket. Oh, yeah. And we have boys and girls that 
have been buying up the varsity coat just in crazy numbers just to create that school culture, that school spirit, that school experience that we missed out on for a few years. Right. And so that popularity has increased so in a great way. by and large, do the varsity jackets look like they did all those years ago on the movies that we see today uh, with the leather sleeves and the area in the front where you'd sew stuff on? Absolutely. And I was out at a training in Minnesota this winter and the varsity coats are on the fashion runways right now. So, <laughs> really? Yeah, it's really, really exploded. Wow, isn't that something? So mm-hmm. you, as a sales associate, are you all over the state uh, or are you assigned a territory? I have a territory in the mid-Michigan area all the way over to the Thumb. And having worked in schools for so long, it's been a really unique experience to be able to see some high schools in our state that I have not traveled to before. Yep. and. I love walking into schools and feeling that school culture because there are some schools that just knock it out of the park. (laughs) Just the way the kids and the students and everybody just, I don't know, have this amazing school spirit. So I do love those travels. Well, and it's funny because as you talk about those cultural, I can think, I spent some time up in the Thumb uh, myself, about 12 years. And of course, some of those towns, huge rivalries against each other in terms of games and sports. And to your point, you walk into a school and uh, you can sense they're real proud of that school. And those people are engaged in their school boards and all kinds of sense of community. So that's kind of an exciting process. So in Johnston's, tell me, when you start dealing with something like a class ring, are these kids having to finance that or they got to bring the money to the table all at once? How do they buy these things now? Well, everything has gone online, right? So I have samples for them, but they can start building a class ring online and then they can start putting, oh, the designs that these kids can come up with these days are fantastic. And so Justin's offers what we call a JPay policy where it's no interest to them and they can pay as they go, maybe monthly, kind of set it up. They can pay it all at once. So we're trying to help families finance the class ring, the memorable piece. We necklaces and charms and stuff with it, too. So if they did not want the ring, they could go with other ways to celebrate their year. But I get to walk in and just celebrate success, right? I mean, how fun I'm celebrating graduation. Like, this is a moment. I passed out cap and gowns at Oxford School the other day and all the tragedy that they have had to endure this year. But those kids were just like so excited oh, right? that's fun. having fun and to celebrate their year and i get to see that in every school it's just really a highlight that would be a highlight and of course you know as we think about all of this you know marcy you've just offered so much today and some great incredible stories of your journey in terms of coaching and some of the great things that have happened in your life i'm really thankful for the time you've spent with us today can you tell me, are you willing to give your information out? How do people get a hold of if they want you as a personal trainer, they have questions about Jossens, or they want to talk about coaching with you? Well, thank you, Vic. Probably everybody gets a hold of people through a cell phone, right? I mean, I can easily pass out an email too, but my cell phone is probably easiest since I seem to be on the go and not sitting behind a computer all that often. But they can reach out at me at Marcy Uyl. U-Y-L is how you spell the last name, and my cell phone is 517 517- Two four two three zero eight five, and I'm happy to help them with whatever they would need, whether it's just coaching, whether it's just mentoring, 
whether it is Justin's, I'm happy to help. And then if it worked that they were looking for a personal trainer to help with their active lifestyle, I could help that as well. I with love them. it. Well, Marcy, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you for sharing your thoughts and inspiration with us today. What you do, if I was uh, the parent of a high school age young lady, I would dream about having a coach like you. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you, Vic. I appreciate you reaching out. Well, it's been a pleasure and it's been a great time here on the Leadership Lowdown. Thanks for tuning in to the Michigan Business Network. I'm Vic Versero. Can't wait to talk to you next time. Yeah.